welcome to Talkie Bits, the podcast from me, Leanne Dundas. Hi. I went to a football match a couple of days ago. I'm not much of a football fan. Not even a little bit of a football fan, to be honest. Free tickets, and I am tight and skint half of the time. And go, yeah, yeah, free. Yeah, count me in. Me and my mate queued up before the game started to get ourselves a hot dog and a beer. He went first, and the guy that was serving him sort of walked off right afterwards. I thought, oh, I guess he's busy. Then I saw him drinking a drink and looking at his watch. I thought, right, okay, let's let's just write him off. Focus on the two ladies still serving. They served absolutely everybody waiting and still nothing. You know, you're doing all you can to try and sort of bring a bit of attention to yourself, make a bit of intense eye contact. And in the end, one of the ladies came up to me. She just stared at me for about a minute and I said, can I order something to eat, please? And she said, yeah, yeah, for half time. I said, no, can I have something now, please? And she went, all right, really surprised. I thought, I've been here 10 minutes. At least the right food turned up, though. I went for a meal out with a couple of friends earlier on this week, and I get the same thing at this restaurant every single time. This halloumi wrap and chips. I'm a little bit obsessed. And I'd had it the night before, just before we went to go and see Jumanji at the cinema. And I thought, oh, can I have it two days in a row? Yes, live dangerously, why don't you? It came. I smashed in half of the wrap when my friend said, I thought you were going for the halloumi. I said, yeah, yeah, that's what I've got. Well, that's chicken. I thought they'd put chunkier pieces. I couldn't tell a difference. I had to literally take a chunk, get him to taste it. I went, really? He went, I thought you had this yesterday. Obviously, it were either terrible chicken or my taste buds are shocking. I'd be really bad at judging one of these cooking shows, like the Great British Bake Off. Somebody turning around and be like, oh, Leanne, what do you think? Oh, yeah, really lovely cake you've made there, Julie. No, it's a steak dinner. What are you on about? I'm finding car parks a little bit of an issue at the moment. Not driving. No, once you're packed up and you go into the place where you're going, it's finding that gap in between cars whilst walking. Sometimes I look at that little space and go, nah, nah, maybe back in the day, but I'm far too wider, chunkier and bigger to get through there anymore. I'm a little bit scared of getting stuck, if I'm honest. So I sort of move along the line, preferably to a gap that's got a full-on empty space so I don't get wedged in between two cars, possibly take off a wing mirror and one of the emergency services have got to come out for me. I got really giddy driving home from work the other day. My friend weren't in passenger seat. I were on the motorway. And I suddenly I saw it snowing. I thought, oh, my gosh, this is wonderful. Yay, snow. Turned out to be hay coming from the lorry in front. Not as much of a magical moment. I don't have children on my own, so I've never bought any of these personally. But a few of my friends who've, who've had babies, they bought milestone signs. So, like, today I took my first step. Today I spoke my first word. A new one popped up on Facebook the other day for me. Today, I threw up all over mummy. There were mum holding baby, sick on down her front, smiling, beaming with pride, whilst giving a jolly little thumbs up. Obviously, a proud moment that you need to remember forever, that one. Actually, while I'm on subject to Facebook, the weirdest advert popped up the other day. It said, are you struggling to find something for Valentine's Day for someone that you fancy? How about buying them this? And it were a pair of pants and you can put your picture of your face on their crotch. 
Is it too much, too soon for a first date? I think one thing I've really got to get out of the habit of now is saying sorry for everything. It's like my go-to word. I can walk into a room and just say sorry and people are like, what? Why? And I'm like, I, I don't know. I'm not quite sure. Hello? Should I use that one instead? I was in a busy shop a couple of days ago and someone stood on my toe and I said sorry to him. And he said, oh, that's all right. And he walked off and I went, oh, hang on a sec. Oh, uh, that's not right. This is not how this is supposed to go. So this week's Your Story comes in from Chris, who is in the bad books. He said he woke up the other day to his uh, missus saying, so what are we doing for my birthday today? He totally forgot. So he had to make an excuse to go and pick something up really special from his friend's house because it's too big to keep in the house. Do you shouldn't say statements like that? Because then you've actually got to go and find something that big. So then he went gone for three hours. She had worked out what was going on at this point when she'd not even got a birthday card from him yet. And he's trying to find something the size of a, a rocking horse to give her. And he came home with a small bottle of perfume instead. It didn't go down well. Thank you for sharing, Chris. Please send me what's been going on in your life. Just any sort of random story to be featured in this section. You can email talkybits at gmail.com or you can inbox me on my Leanne Dundas Facebook page. Give that a like as well. Right, let's start the news stories. Woman plans to marry plane. She's been dating for six years. Yeah, the big day is on the 18th of March in Amsterdam. Imagine it being like, oh, it's delayed. Oh, it's always late. What's it like? Surprisingly enough, her friends and family not keen on this relationship. I think they'd think a little bit differently if they started getting half rice off the holidays or a free trip to Spain. They'd be like, oh, we've always liked him. Oh, he's always been like another son to us. Dog rides bus to and from dog park every day for two hours by herself. She does better than me. I want to know how she pays for these bus fares. Does she just sneak on? Or is the driver like, well, yeah, she's a regular now, it's fine. But she knows what stop to get off at and everything. And she knows what bus to get back as well. Number, time. She stays for an exact two hours at the park and then gets the right bus home. I can't even give directions to a stranger from my house into town and it's a five-minute walk away, round the corner. I can't even get myself to many places. <laughs> Never mind this. I guess it's easier to walk this dog as well. You just go, well, you know, it'll take yourself off to park in an hour anyway. Just leave door open for him for when he comes back. You know what? This dog is so smart. I would imagine it'd be like, well, I'd, I'd just give him an house key. He'll let himself in eventually. He knows what he's doing. Bit of a mistaken identity for this next one. Driver left red-faced after pulling over to help injured animal in road. Now, this was a man who thought there was a leopard in the middle of the road. And he lives in Yorkshire, just in case you live in a different country. We don't tend to have many stray leopards running around our neck of the woods. I'd have loved to have seen his face when he pulled over and nervously got out of the car and approached it with caution to find that it was a dressing gown. And like a onesie dressing gown, jammers, basically, in the middle of the road that somebody had abandoned. <laughs> and he'd seen them all scrumpled up because the leopard print. He thought, oh my gosh, there is a leopard. I mean, if that were me, I'd have personally been gutted. 
because I've wanted a dog for ages. And I'd have seen that and gone, oh, nice one. I've wanted a pet all this time. I don't even know if you're legally allowed to keep leopards. But <laughs> I'd have tried. I think, well, what if you get it house trained? It knows to pee in the garden every now and again. I've just saved myself a couple of thousand pounds on buying a dog. I'd be no good with a pet like this, though. Fingertip size pygmy chameleon hatch at zoo. This is at Chester Zoo this week. They're so cute. They're so, so cute. It's the size of a, an eraser at the end of a pencil. It's so tiny. I'd have no chance I'd lose it straight away. To be honest, we've kind of lost bigger pets by accident in the past. I remember my brother had a hamster when we were growing up and my youngest brother accidentally left the lid open for the cage and this hamster, we didn't know where it had gone. Days had gone by. And my mum and dad kept checking, like, the wires just in case it chewed through anything. No, nothing. Then all of a sudden, a few days later, we had this sort of, like, little squeaky sound. So where's that coming from? And this hamster cage was on top of a chest of drawers in my brother's bedroom. The hamster had got out, climbed along the cage, and then fallen off the side of the cage into a swing bin. He'd been in the bin for the last three or four days, eating the leftover snacks from his brother's bedroom. And last story of the day, boys serve jacket potatoes at school every day because of their allergies. This gave me a massive flashback to my flight attendant days. You can pre-order special meals in case you've got an allergy or a dietary requirement. And I can't remember what special meal this went with, but I remember all the flights from the US back to England were all night flights. And for one special dietary meal, the breakfast was just one slice of bread in cling film. <laughs> we were so embarrassed to give this out. You were kind of hoping that the passenger was still asleep. And you try and get out of being the one who physically gave it to the passenger themselves, try and palm it off to somebody else. But if you were the person that had to give it out, you'd kind of hope that they were still asleep and then you just gently place it on their tray table and then run away really quick. And that's all from me, Leanne, this week. Thank you for joining me. Please, please, please tell a friend about this. Pass it on because I'm posting on my page about it, but it only reaches like 50 people. Obviously, you've got to pay for that sort of thing. Talking to one of my friends, he'd never even realised that I'd started doing this and I've been doing it since September now because the posts just aren't reaching people. So please pass this on. Make it spread a little bit further than it is. Thank you. Uh, and get your stories in for talkie bits as well email talkie bits at gmail.com or you can inbox me on my leander that's facebook page and i'm back to tell you more stories next monday have a good week